right? Like you have to sometimes win these type of games in the NFL. It's hard to win in the NFL as we've we've seen over the last three to five weeks or whatever has been three out of the last five weeks. It's been tough. And three of those have been losses. And going into this game, I didn't care how it happened. In fact, I, I'll show you guys. I, I said, I don't care. Win. Somehow, some way, find a way to win because you haven't been able to do it. Check it out. I ain't even giving a damn score today. It's one of those games where I don't care how it gets done by hook. I don't care if it's 2 nothing, Jesse. They need to win this game. You play to, to win, win the, the game. game. Hello? Like, you haven't been doing that for the last month of the right. season. And we're in December. And you need, you need to turn that tide as you're getting all these. The Calvary's better. The Calvary don't mean crap if you don't get the W. Calvary don't mean crap if you don't get the W. And that's all I cared about yesterday, folks. That that's all I cared about. Uh no, I can see the I can see the comments here. There's two different screens I got the comments on. But like I said, I didn't care how it happened. They needed to win because they have been losing. You don't want to go on a three game slide. Uh this isn't the BCS, right? Get a victory. There's no style points. There's no pretty wins, ugly wins. There are ugly wins, but a win's a win. And the Dallas Cowboys needed to do that. Um, and we'll dive into a lot of that game. I, I personally think they, the boys need this mini buy. I think I said that in the post game show. Uh, dealt with a ton of adversity over the last three weeks between the COVID situation, coaches, injuries, things like that, and this offense just completely being out of sync. Uh, so they need to get this 10 days to rest, uh, get healthy, get their minds right, get back to the drawing board. I really think they need to get back to the drawing boards, man. It's it's a mess over there. It's 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 a mess, and we'll talk about it. But before we do that, before we do that, because there's a lot of people that you would think that this game Cowboys didn't win. You would seriously think that, and I, I don't want to get away from that. So before we do that, let's hit the roundup where we'll talk about some of the positives before we we rear into the Cowboys, man. Because I know how y'all do. It's time for the Morning Roundup. Round them up, boys. Yes, indeed. The Morning Roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness, a solution for your fitness goals, whether it be for weight loss, strengthening up, toning up sports, or stress relief. TFF has everything you need from state-of-the-art equipment, group classes, and experienced professional certified trainers. And again, I'm going to bring it up until they stop doing it here, but there's a 90-day challenge down there at DF, in the DFW area for Texas Family Fitness. They're giving away $1,200 to win that 90-day challenge. And even if you don't win it, it's you know you feel good about yourself. You get in some good shape. Uh, you get healthy. You get right. Get to start that fitness journey. And if you do want to start that fitness journey, like I said, head over to any of those nine locations in the DFW area or visit TexasFamilyFitness.com. So let's talk about some good things that happened here in the roundup from uh, yesterday's game. And I think we want to start off with a few people that returned, three in specific. Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb on the offense side of the ball stepped up in their return. I think we saw how important both of these guys are to the offense when they're on the field and fairly healthy. Uh, in regards to C.D. Lamb, he had seven receptions, 89 yards, and also had a catch that was ruled a run due to the, the ball being behind the line of scrimmage for 33 yards. So he had 123 total yards on eight touches. 
And he was really good in the punt return game, too. Something to think about. I might, I might think about that. So, C.D. Lamb, on his way back, was really good. Um, Amari Cooper was going to be on a pitch count. We figured that, and he was. He talked about that in the postgame, I believe, that he was on a pitch count. But he made it count when the Cowboys did target him. Uh, caught both of his targets, and the one reception was massive. It, it pretty much sparked the, the offense on that drive, and it was a 41-yard dart and catch and run that set up, I think, the next play or two plays later was C.D. Lamb, and then the next play was Amari Cooper. So you got a chance to see all three of the wide receivers' impacts on the team in that one drive. Coop routes you up and gets the catch in the yak. C.D. Lamb, when you put the ball in his hands, just put the ball in his hands. He can do some good things for you, and then Amari Cooper, I'm sorry, Michael Gallup is basically Des Bryant in the in the red zone. The dude, the dude was sorely missed in the red zone as a red zone weapon, without a doubt. But my guy Foot said something very interesting in the group chat last night. He said, we need to use uh, C.D. Lamb like Debo Samuels. Just get him the ball and let him work. Reek calls in, we talk about it all the time. Get these guys involved early. And you see when you put the ball in their hands quick, good things happen. And we'll talk about exactly that because there was a discrepancy. (laughs) I don't know what the game plan was offensively, but it clearly didn't involve a ton of quick stuff. And when when they did do the quick stuff, it was successful. Uh, But nonetheless, we'll talk about that. I I had a gripe with this game plan. Tank, Tank came back and showed you guys that he is also a war daddy, right? Two tackles, a quarterback hit, two batted balls, four pressures, and I thought he had a sack. I mean, I'm 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 in Texas Live going crazy because you know excited for Tank, and then they call it back and they say it was, what is it, the tuck rule or something like that? He's his hands moving forward, but Tank smacked the ball backward. I I don't know. I thought that was a fumble. Ah, maybe it's because I'm a Cowboy fan. Nonetheless, they still got the stop, but if this is about Tank. Demarcus Lawrence, getting him back I thought was massive, and I didn't think he'd play as much, but you saw his impact on this game. Uh, he affected the quarterback at, at the very minimum five or six times, and that's in a limited fashion, right? He's not playing 60 snaps just yet. I think once you get back Randy Gregory next week and potentially Neville Gallimore, you now have a front that will complement your back seven where we really haven't had that aside from Michael Parsons for a majority of the year once, you know, Randy Gregory went out. So um, I'm excited to get those guys back. And Tank should, Tank's play should have you excited as well. And then finally, I'm running out of words for Michael Parsons. <laughs> Flat out. I, don't, I really don't know what else to say about the guy, man. Uh, all pro Michael Parsons, War Daddy Michael Parsons, the Eraser, the Terminator, the Young Lion. He's got all types of names because he does everything. He is all. Seriously. He was all over the field. Yes. In fact, maybe they call him all day. You know, they call AD all day. It's all day of, of the defense. But he played linebacker. He played defensive line. He rushed the quarterback. He played the spy technique. He finished with five tackles, four pressures, a sack, two quarterback hits, and was just a terror, man. He was an eraser in the ground game. An eraser in the ground game. I thought he played his assignment perfectly. 
against Taysom Hill. He'd sugar the gaps, hang around the line of scrimmage, and zoom as Taysom Hill tried to take off, he's firing out. He's firing out. I, I, I just think Michael Parsons is, at this point, an all-pro. And I don't think that's cap, as, as, as the young guys say nowadays. But I don't think that's cap. I think he's an all-pro. That's all I'm saying. Um, phone lines are open, 351-999-3787, 351-999-3787. And uh, we can talk about this game. Again, I don't think it'll be particularly a long show. I'm gonna we're gonna review the offense and we'll hit the defense because there was a lot to talk about on both sides of the ball. Uh, see how Dan Quinn fared in his lone head coaching game, and uh, we'll all talk about it. But I want to get into the first word though, uh, where Michael Parsons talked about his performance and his goals and the team's long term goals. Just I just love listening to this man. I mean, I don't think I did too much right now. I mean. There's still stuff out there to get that's on the plate and got to get done. And right now, only half the job is done. Yeah, I mean, you got to complete the whole mission. So um, nothing's really done yet. I mean, besides a couple minor personal goals, I'm worried about the bigger stuff. What about the bigger stuff? What's the bigger stuff you're talking about? Man, the Super Bowl, I mean, playoffs. I mean, you got five games left. And, you know, there's stuff to be done within them five games. I don't think it's time for me to sit on my couch and start smiling, eating Cheetos just yet. You know what I mean? I'm trying to do something way bigger than what anybody else uh, thought we could do this year. So that's what I'm focused on. I'm just doing my job in the process. Yeah. Did you say I got to make a play? Yeah, of course. I mean, anytime you backed up and you got a chance to go out the field, somebody got to make the play. And you always got to think, why not me? You know what I mean? And I think you look at today, everybody made a play. You know, Trey made a play doing what he do. Carlos made a play. Everybody made a play that led to a victory today, and I think that's what's important. I mean, I, I, I he's not he's not a rookie. He's not a rookie. Doesn't look like a rookie. Doesn't sound like a rookie. Doesn't play like a rookie. He plays like a veteran. And um, someone we we talk about the comparison to LT. He is like a modern day version of LT, but I think he's going to be the first Micah Parsons. Um, I do. I truly believe that. I think we'll look at Micah and we'll start comparing players. If there's ever another one that looks like him um, to Micah Parsons, if, as long as he, you know, everything works out uh, health wise throughout his career. I, I see this dude's trajectory. I'm listen, all pro he'll have all pros in his days. I will just say that he'll have defensive player of the years in his days. He, is special. He's an absolute special player that I think has changed this defense. And I saw on Twitter the Slater Parsons thing is still kind of going on. There's not an argument. People are kind of happy for both players, right? Slater's playing well. Micah's playing on another level. Um, I don't know how you can look at what Micah's doing for your team and still be like, yeah, I would have took that guy though. And, and if they would have took Slater, cool. This would have been great, right? You got Slater. You can slide in a left tackle, whatever. But I think Michael Parsons is a game changer from multiple positions. And, again, 10 sacks now. Leads the league in tackles for loss. Uh, top, was it top 10 or 12 or so in sacks total? Top two in quarterback hits. The only person that has more quarterback hits than him is uh, Miles Garrett. He's probably going to get 100 tackles. That's defensive player of the year numbers. So there's that. 
He's awesome. Yes, flow perfect, perfect, perfect words there. He's never content. Real sign of greatness. Kid is simply amazing. I hop into the phone lines here. Let me know if y'all can hear this these phone lines as well. What's up, Fresh? What's going on, Scott? What's doing? up, brother? I, 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 I am I am on burning the midnight oil, as they say. <laughs> man, <laughs> and fumes. Man, it's, it's hey, bro, man, it's a good Friday, man. It's a it's a good W. Um, I know it was ugly. I know it wasn't quite the way that everybody expected. Mm. But when you look back on other championship, I mean, team or well, teams that made a run at the championship, especially last year when I was thinking about Brady, you know how he had that stretch. Where he was trash. Oh, it was terrible. You know man. what I mean? He was, it was... <laughs> he, he was he was trash. You know, people were questioning, you know, his age. People were questioning the offense. People were questioning everything. But then the defense stepped up and helped them win right. until you know. I mean, yeah. So I think, you know, at this point, I'm, I'm just like you at this point, man. I mean, however we get these W's. I mean, shit. I mean, I'll take it however it is, man. I don't care if it's three to zero. Yeah. I don't care if it's forty-one forty. It is what it is, man. And yeah, fresh. Um, that that game specifically, the Saints game is. I didn't care how it got done, because you needed to get off the yeah. snide, right? You needed to get off the snide. You couldn't go on a three game losing streak. So how it looked was irrelevant. You, you needed to win the yeah. game. H- had you came into this game, what is it here? We're eight and four. I came into this game uh, eleven and one. Came into this game uh, ten and two. Different story, you know. A different story, but but you came to this game on a losing streak, and if you lost this game, you'd be only one up if the uh, Washington Washingtons won this Sunday. So it just needed to be done. Now that it's done, you got through the toughest stretch in regards to attrition. Now you need to go back to the boards, like I said on Twitter, fresh, and figure out your issues because now moving forward, you do need to get into a rhythm heading into the playoffs. That's just that is what it is. Yeah, I mean, and and then speaking on that too, I mean, uh, I mean, the offense definitely needs to get into a rhythm. But I'm excited about the defense because I mean, if you if you look at it, if you really think about it, what you need for a championship defense, you need a front four who can get home, and then you can drop the rest of your defenders. Yeah, I think once Randy Gregory gets back, um, you know, Neville Gallimore rushing, Osa, and then you got Tank, and then you have Mike in the middle of the field. Once you get everybody back on the field at the same time you won't have to rush or blitz anybody. I think you can rush three and make and force the quarterback Four. to make mistakes, create short fields for the offense. But I think but I think I think the offense will get it back to back together. They just they just need um I mean maybe this break is you know oh, this, this needed. You know need what I mean? Break. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And one last thing, bro. When's the last time you see a Dallas Cowboys defense with two safeties but you know, getting interceptions. That has, I mean, it's That's been a, a it's been a minute, man. I don't know. Well, I tell I you know. what, I, mean, I think I, I think J. Ron Curse is stamped. He's the best safety on this team, right? I mean, I thought we thought that anyway, but I, I don't think it's a debate anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think he's like a. He kind of reminds me of. I mean, well, I don't, I don't want to say Cam Chancellor. I don't want to say that, but he sort of plays that same type of role, man. I think, I think it's time to sort of uh, come to him and maybe offer him maybe like a two-year extension or something like I, that. I, I, he's he's it, one of the few of the one-year deals I would walk him back. Yeah. I, I, would, I would try to get him back in this, in this room. I just think he's a playmaker this year for this team. He's a tone setter in a way. 
I think he compliments Micah yeah. very well in that back uh in that back four. I, I just I just think he's a really good player for this for this team, for this Cowboys team, for Dan Quinn. He fits perfectly. So yeah, I I probably look to get him back. If he doesn't cost you a lot. That's the thing, right? It comes down to money. Exactly. Yeah, man. All right, man. Um you know, Cowboys fans, man, just enjoy this win. Enjoy this weekend. Sit back, watch everybody else hopefully lose especially the Washington Washingtons. Uh, we need the Raiders to sort of, you know, because they're overlooking, they're looking t- towards the Cowboys game right now. You know, you Washington? Washington fans saying, we, yeah, Washington. Yeah, they're saying we want Dallas. Oh, so and Washington they, plays they, they the, Raiders? Play the Raiders? Yeah, they play the Raiders this week, man. So, uh, yeah, this week, you know, go ahead and cheer for the Raiders a little bit. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, yeah. All right, man. All right, brother. All right, bro. Appreciate Take you, man. Care, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to get it done. You got to figure it out yesterday. But they got to figure this thing out moving forward. Reek, what's up, Reek? How you feeling this Friday morning, brother? Yo, what up, Skywalker? Still, Cowboy Nation, stand up. Let's like, subscribe, and all that good stuff, you know, and share this content. You know what it is. Yo, man, it's Victory Friday. I don't give a damn how we got it done. We got it done. I love that energy. That's what's up. That's what's up. We need to stand up and be proud of our team. Yo, we ain't looking good right now. Some things need to get tweaked. People need to go into the these, these coaches and everybody need to go into the lab and, and create, you know what I mean, be some mad scientists, you know what I'm saying? Uh, my whole thing is like this, bro. Uh, There's a couple things that we can improve. Uh, Kellen Moore. Uh, he didn't. My thing is like this, man. This is in college football. He I mean, he has to understand that it's it's, it's the winter time. We about to start playing cold teams. We obviously not going to be a first seed. We need to get this running game under control. Yo, um, man, I, I I thought I had a flashback last night. Man, I thought I seen Scott Lim Scott <laughs> handing on. Um, <laughs> And uh, and oh, Jason Garrett man. on the side, the ghost is the ghost <sighs> on the sideline in Orleans. I said, "This is this some voodoo crap going on down uh, here." For, you ever heard of Freaky Friday where they switch bodies? Yeah, man. I, I feel but, like it's, you know they switching bodies or something happened yesterday, and it's really not just yesterday. But go ahead. Yeah, it's really not just yesterday. Kellen Moore hasn't been a real good run, like a run. Uh, to me, I haven't really seen his like. The passing game, he's very creative, but the running game, ah, they, I ain't. So he got to he got to get better, man. He got to so, get better, man. Because so here's the thing, Rick. Here's the thing. It, the we the running game, I give up on him even have any lick of creativity or sense of the running game unless he gets figures this out during the bye. Um, but what bothers me the most is if you go back and watch all of these games, maybe aside from the the Raiders game because they didn't play you a certain way. I thought. You know, they gave you stuff, and, and Dak got it. But if you go back and look at these games, I don't think Kellen adjusted at all in the passing game either. Like, like this, that's why I said, is this is this mm-hmm. Jason Garrett out there? Because all they did was mm-hmm. say, "Hey, you line up here, you line up here, you line up here, go mm-hmm. beat this." There was there was no manufacture. Look at Sean Payton. Sean Payton drew up at least five plays where he got guys open. Based off of scheme, wide open. Whereas mm-hmm. we're just like, yo, just line up, no motion, no pre-snap, and then when they did motion, it's just, oh, we're just gonna jog over here. Yeah. There's just no urgency to the offense in the sense of schematically. 
So I think he has to go back to the drawing board, not just running the ball, passing the ball. Yeah. Because this offense is that's broke. What I was, that too. Mm-hmm. That too, man. Because, like, in the beginning, he was doing all this motion in, these players moving around, you know what I mean? Uh, he was doing all kinds of creative things. Yo, it just looks so basic. I'm it's like, basic, yo, man. you reminded me, of, you reminded me of Scott Linehan, them man, and I'm not feeling that, bro. And I really hope that they sit down with him, and let him know, like, bro, we can't go into the playoffs doing this because we got we got a way to take some hell because we hurt his hand and he not he ain't right. he ain't Drew Brees, bro. Anybody else would have man, they came dead at us. And then who the hell? oh, nothing. See what happened? You you've been calling it. I gotta give you credit. Toss where toss the ball to the oh, outside the parlor and let the I, let the man run the ball, it's man. Not, it's really not that difficult. I I, I and I didn't even talk about that part. But I mean, what is up with the running the ball up the a gaps the whole freaking game and, and not attacking the edges? And when you finally do attack the edges, you get productive plays. Not even just a touchdown. They got a couple good runs with the I think it was a jet sweep with with, with uh, one of the guys. A couple plays with. See, I don't know why Zeke is playing, but one of the plays Zeke was limping out, you know, just jogging to the sideline. But he got five yards on the outside. It, it's just, it's frustrating. Yeah. It's, it's extremely frustrating because and yesterday. What do we got Clement for? I, what are we on his team for? He not no uh, special team expert out there. He ain't no special team specialist. And his job to play running back. I thought he was supposed to be getting some of these. Some of these uh, punt well, returns and all that stuff. Oh no 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 ain't no! He supposed no, to be doing that? No no, he ain't a punt return. That's what I'm saying. No, no, he's not a punt returner. I'm saying I actually like I like CD back there. He, he has some good returns. Uh, Who CD, CD Lang? Lang? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but I, yeah, but it's risky, man. Like my whole thing is like this, man. If, if the third string running back not really doing that, why is he on this team? We need another running back. We need somebody else yeah. just in case Zeke needs to sit down for a minute. He does. We need another running back behind behind uh, TP. That's what we need. I don't care where they go get it from because Dallas doing the same thing. We, we kind of falling back into that same I mean, stuff where we just falling in love with our own players too damn much. Yeah. And you know why, why I say that? It's because of that LVE dude. I am so sick and tired of looking at this dude. Uh, Every time I see him, he's on the ground like he's on a slipping slide or something. I don't know what the hell going on out there, man. I'm not feeling that dude. What is, he, what is he doing? He ain't stopping he, nobody in the run. Rick. People catch the screens on him. Right. We do this every yo. week, Rick. We do this every week. We on the oh same my page, God, bro. Yo. We're on the same page. LVE need to sit down. I, I really don't. There's nothing else we can say. LVE could have handed the ball off to him. The ball was right there for him to pick Rick. the ball off Rick. and knock it down, bro. Rick. Oh, don't, don't even get your blood pressure raised, all right? It, it is what it is. He's he need to sit yeah, down. It is what it is. But they gonna <laughs> yeah. You, you see what it is? What it is? They're gonna keep attacking him. And then my thing is, too, you called this one, too. Got to give you credit for that. KZ is out there making business decisions. I know he got that interception last night. But he, you see how Taysom him jumped over this dude there? He's just diving at his feet. Oh, my God. But him and Diggs. I'm about to say Diggs. And I understand Diggs got, his, Diggs got his interception last night. I respect that. But come on, bro. Y'all dudes got to quit just going for the ball. Make a tackle. All right, man. We're going to need y'all to make tackles. All right, bro. Man. Let me get some more people, man. Let me get some more people. All right, man. <laughs> all right. Good morning. All right. Uh, all right peace out, everybody. Peace. All right, bro. Damn, man.
Look, start started off with the good stuff there. Started off that we went, and which I had a feeling this was going to happen. That's why I said I want to try to understand that the Cowboys get the ugly W and talk about some of the things, you know. But I figured this would would go into that round because it was a frustrating game. It was a frustrating game. Uh, hopefully they learn from this game. I'm not going to lie to you. And and I, I said I'll eat crow and taste some hill if he came and, and, and diced us up. He ran on us. And, and I said I'd eat crow if he threw for more than 25. He threw the ball 41 times. What are you doing, Sean Payton? Okay, whatever. Uh, I'll take it. But here's what I will eat crow on until until proven otherwise. Kellen. You know, the first six, seven weeks, I was loving what Kellen was doing. The last six, seven weeks, I hate it. I hate it. And yesterday specifically, we, we talked about the game plan. I'm no coach. I, I don't, I, I'm no coach. I stayed at a Holiday Inn, but I'm no coach. But it was clear as day these guys were not going to give you anything deep. A lot. So what do you do? You, you draw up quick things. You get the ball out quick. You you get some screens going. You 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 get some misdirection going. He did none of that. When he did do quick things, good things happened, didn't they? They happened. Most of it yesterday was running up the A gaps or five to seven step drops on a defense that is not going to give up the deep ball. So, when that happens, when your game plan is just not there and you're not running the ball, now it falls on four. Now it falls on Dak. And if you're, and I said this to Foots, I think, this morning, we need him to overcome, similar to the coach, we need him to overcome whatever it is that's going on. Fair or not fair, that's just, the, that's the way of the land, right? That's, you pay for, as they say, that's that's the pressure that comes with it, whatever. Whether it's fair or not fair. If your coordinator sucks, so what? If your offensive line can't get a push, so what? If your receivers drop the ball, etc., so what? You have to be able to overcome it. Um, and three of these last five games, if you got this, if you got that right. Yes, three of these last five games, I don't think he's been able to. So they got to get back to the drawing board. We talked about having a family meet. Hey, Kellen, come here. Hey, Dak, come here. Hey, Joe Philbin, come here. Mike McCarthy, come here. Lock y'all in the room till you figure this thing out. Because this is clearly a completely different offensive philosophy than it was weeks one through six. And I don't even think it's difficult to, to explain. You can see it. These dudes can't run the ball. Kellen can't dial up a damn thing. So now it comes, it falls back to what I used to say under the Jason Garner, which was, you need the players to overcome the coaching. If the players are ever good enough to do that, this team will be fine. If they're not, which that's really hard to do, then they're going to be floundering team. They're going to be 11-5 and five at the time, you know, 16 games, out in the playoffs, whatever. But at some point, the coaching got to help you. And yesterday, if you looked at the pregame, I said, I think Dallas will win this game because they have the better Jimmys and Joes. I didn't think X's and O's was really going to win this. I thought it was going to be Jimmy's and Joe's because that's a good defense over there in New Orleans. What kind of confidence did the offense really give me over the last four weeks? What kind of confidence has Kellen really given me over the last four weeks to, to, to be like, yeah, X's and O's, he's going to crush it. He didn't. B-Bird. What's up, O-Hit? 
or OG. I'm sorry. I won't call you OG. Hey, you right, original right. OG. Yeah, but, <laughs> hey, hey, get that right for it. This sort of uh, uh, railing no, on me. And, uh... <laughs> I actually got him in a hole. You, he's next. That's why I said that. <laughs> hey, man, so look. That's um, right. so a good It's a good win, but. but... <laughs> oh, there's a lot of butts in this game, man. Hey, so one of the things I look at here, Scott, and you can uh, comment on this, is that, you know, when we were 6-1, and one, we had a, a clear-cut offensive philosophy uh, or formula to win the game. Sure. Um, you know, it, it was that, man, put it this way, I ain't heard Tupac in a while. <laughs> and what I mean by that is <laughs> I ain't heard how do you want it in a while, man. Right. Hit by you. The, right. See, that's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm saying. For real, this is, I mean, I literally, we have, you have not – that's what I'm trying to say. You, we have not because you have you have not had a need to play it. Um, we don't have that formula, and that's one of the things that I looked um, earlier. Uh, I felt so good about is that man. While we have a, a way in a game, this is the cowboy way to win. Hey, you want to take away our pass? We're going to run it. You want to take away our run? We're going to pass it. Yeah. But we're going to score thirty some points on you. But right now, with one of those things out, we don't have that ability to be two, a two fisted fighter. And so right now we're pretty much fighting with one hand tied behind yeah. our backs. And this is and, and so when the team knows that hey we got to stop running they're gonna you know hey they don't really want to run anyway so what they're gonna do is pass. And so they could defend us a lot better. But uh, what do you think about that, bro? And, and, and here's the thing about it, B Bird. If you're if you're not going to be a committed because you can't run, B you just can't run. Then when you do pass, you have to have a scheme that can chuck it all day. And I just don't think we got that kind of scheme. I think the scheme lately has been, yo, you just gotta go beat your man, you know. Just, 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 hey, yeah. Know, sorry, Mo, Noah Brown said Wilson. Sorry, you know, Hobble Coop or Lamb or whatever. Just, just beat your man and and need you Dak to make a dot. And if you don't hit the, if you don't make the throw, then we gotta come, we gotta come for you because it's all on you now. You know what I mean? It's all on you. Where at the beginning of the year, it was spread out. It was a balanced, complementary football team. That's no longer the case. And I don't even think that's a recipe for success, bro. I don't. Not across the league. If you're going to say, hey, we're going to be inefficient running the ball, like, all day, right, aside from a 55-yarder, which, hey, we've kind of been asking for to go outside. If you're going to be efficient, inefficient all day running the ball, uh, you can't block it up front in regards to running the ball, and you're going to throw it 40 to 45 times per game. Do you think that's a recipe for a Super Bowl success? Yeah. And so, so one of the things I would say in a run game, I think the the, the thing I, I thought that uh, this team did real well uh, was start using deception. Now we talked about the defensive uh, coordinator and uh, and this misdirection, some fake jet sweeps, some jet sweeps, throw that to the jet sweep, fake throw. We did a lot of that this year, but it's just no creativity in the run game because you can still you you just can't run. You got to hobble Zeke Man. and you're running him through the a back a gaps. That's just not. This that's it, not gonna work, man. It was it was it was maddening. I truly don't understand. First of all, why is Zeke playing? He yeah. is not getting better as the weeks go on. He's getting worse. Next week, he's probably gonna be out there crawling at this point. I mean, he was literally limping noticeably. And then you well, well for whatever reason they, they, they send him out wide and run a, a quick quick slant. Yeah, that's the craziest play. My my wife was actually watching the game with me, and, and she was like, she was like, my wife was like, oh, man, Tony Pollard just ran 53 yards, and then we get the ball back, and then Zeke's back out there. 
And she's like, well, why is Zeke out there? And then, they, then Zeke had the nice little run to the left, and my wife said, and he lifting, running the ball right now. I can see him lifting. And I said, you said, why is he out there? And Tony Pollard was just successful. And I said, baby, I don't know. But, but I'm trying to tell you, my wife is not a, a football official. I, I, I don't know uh, whatever you call it. Though, right? And she noticed it and, and asking me questions. And these are just basic questions, man. And, and she just saying, well, why, why is he hurt? Zeke hurt and out there and Tony Pollard's healthy and been successful the last time he ran the ball? Hey. I looked at her and I said, baby, I don't know. <laughs> That's all you can say is I don't know. And, and, yeah. and, and again, uh, Jesse said it perfectly. It's coaching malpractice, not only to, to be sending, you know, Zeke Elliott out there hobbled on one leg, but then to call halfback dives first down, halfback dives, second down, halfback dives. Like, like, what are we doing? And then when you finally want to start throwing the ball, you do it with five minutes left after you just got a five-yard you know, first or you no know, five yard run up ten yeah, when yeah. you need to be running the clock. Yeah. Now at this point, we don't yeah. care if you get two yards. We're playing clock game, and he decides to throw yeah. the ball. It's yo. I mean, I know we won, and I want. I promise y'all, we won, and, and I'm happy with the victory. But I, I do not like the way the game plan has been the last uh, uh, three out of the last five weeks, last month, not even three last five, just the last month and uh, or so of the season. What what? Bird. Well, what we're, what we're what we're looking at, and when we talk about this, is that people uh, that's on the channel now is that we're, we're we're trying to project this forward. How what does this mean forward? We can't win games like this going forward. So, no. and, and Scott, and that's why I'm just I'm just trying to tell you what our mindsets are. And and this will be the last thing I'll say here is that uh, you know when we were six and one, me and you talked before, and I said now we finally got a coaching advantage on the sideline. I, so, I don't feel that way anymore. Yeah. That that's over, man. And I don't know if they've caught up to Kellen and they've made a Kellen made his move. They made their move and Kellen may not have another one. I still have trust in him because he's creative. Hopefully over these ten days, man, he can go figure something out. This little mini break or whatever. But we have to he I think he's getting into um a zone to where he's narrowing his mind. You know what I'm saying? Where it was wide open before to where his play calling is just kind of, I don't know if he's getting his tunnel vision of, of play calling and, and he's got, he's getting real tight or whatever, but Hey man, Hey, great talking to you, brother. I'm continue to listen on, uh, on, on the phone on YouTube, brother. I'll let you Bert. Appreciate you, man. It's a great observation. Uh, it definitely feels like as the, the season is going, his playbook is shrinking. It's shrinking. And I don't like it. I missed a bunch of super chats. My apologies, but let me get to this one. Super right chat. Bye. Hey, where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Where you go? J Rod twenty four twenty two. Thank you for the four ninety nine donation. It says what frustrates me is that Dak has been off. He's not the same since Denver. Anyone else feel the same? I'm getting worried. I, I don't. I don't think that's necessarily a false. I don't think the entire offense has been the same. It is not, including Dak. Um, but again, I've seen. I, I think. I think he's going to be okay. Um, you, you've seen it in Atlanta. You've seen it, I think, in uh, in Oakland. I keep saying Oakland. Las Vegas. I even th- thought you saw some like four or five crazy throws yesterday in the game yesterday. But from a consistency standpoint, the last month of the season, it just hasn't been there for him. Hasn't been there for the offensive line. Hasn't been there for the run game from Kellen Moore. That's why I use the word broken, which I think is going to be a – a buzzword of late and shout out to my guy Landon. He, he made a, a great, a great video that I, I want to bring him on and talk about it more uh, about this offense being broken from top to bottom. And I think what happens when you have a, a broken offense right now, at least it, it falls on the queue. And like I said, be it fair or not that, that y'all know that's what's going to happen, right? It's going to fall on the quarterback. 
So he has to be, he has to play flawless uh, and almost perfect. Somebody said, it seems like this offense has to play perfect uh, to get anything done. And that's kind of what's been happening the last four or five weeks. Perfect drive, a couple drives. They had that third drive was a perfect drive, right? But if they run the ball on first down, two yards in a cloud of dust, Kellen Moore runs the ball and you know what I mean? Like these, and then if, if Dak misses, if there's a miscommunication between uh, uh, CD Lamb and Dak, the offense stalls, holding off. It's just no flow anymore to the offense, and they have to figure that out. They've got 10 days to figure it out. They have the weapons. Do you go back to the old offensive line? I, will that solve the problems? I don't know. Maybe. Um, if you want to talk about Connor Williams and the Connor McGovern, I don't really see what's been the difference here. I, you know, the penalties. Okay, maybe it's time to say, you know what? You know, I hope you learned your lesson, Connor Williams. Now let's get you back in there. Uh, I thought Lyle was fine yesterday, but I mean, do you go back to the, what worked for you in that first six weeks of the season? Do you go back to doing that? I don't know. It, it, it's just a broken offense that needs to be fixed. I got old head and then north of the star on deck. And we'll get to more. You were talking to me a while ago. I didn't know. And I heard no, another he's, voice. Yeah, on. he's the OG. And I mixed y'all up. Well, <laughs> if you remember, Will, the, the back in the beginning, you, you called me OG for a while. I had to and switch it to really old sure head be, because of my original you OG. Yeah. You did. And I and I thought, well, is he referring to my my Woodstock days or what is that? But but that's okay. At my age, I'm I'm just glad to be called anything besides mm-hmm. you know deceased. Uh, last night, I I think one, one thing we're going to see, you know, and I told you I would try to call today with positives and all peace, love, and and butterflies. You know, and, you and call, today call it's, it's speak, hard to do that. Speak your mind, bro. Speak your mind. Well, I, I do that, but then I get I get wound up and start thinking of fourteen things at once, and you get just, upset just take with your, me. Yeah, I won't just take your time when you speak your mind. That's the, all. The thing is, one thing I, I think we might see, and and I don't know, I may be just speculating here, but I, I, I was going to say thank God for Dan Quinn because for him to be able to do what he did and call the defense and 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 lead the team last night from the sideline. I don't know if he's going to say, thank goodness I get to get back in the booth Probably. next week if, if we got the coach back or if he's going to start you know, calling the defense from the sidelines. I don't know. I, I would like to keep him close to Kellen Moore because it looked like he needed to put a leash on him. Um, it was just not I, – I, I don't know if it's that Kellen is just like y'all. Y'all I basically already covered everything I was going to say to That's you. That's fine. We'll today. talk about it more. The thing with Kellen Moore is, you know, after after you start reading a lot of your own press, the the problem is you start believing it. And Kellen Moore uh, somehow has has gone from you know offense offensive uh, wonderkind to you know same old same old, and it's it's hard for him to do those do that you know innovative stuff like he did the the first couple of weeks. Um, I think our our defense, our defensive backs. If I was them, I would have them running laps until their tongues hang out, until they learn how to tackle. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. The tackling. DPs, we we had you know the old fashioned saying is, is and they and they used it on TV the Joe Buck and those guys last night the, the Ole, you know where you yeah, play I was like saying that yesterday too. Hit somebody in the <laughs> hole and then let them go by. Trevon Diggs. Well, uh, Trayvon did it, and and um, our other big guy, the twenty-seven, the 
he let when the guy broke loose on the on the long touchdown run. Now the dude had speed. I give him credit. He was he was like Grease Lightning out there. But there were several DBs. If they had just had on him, you know, they could have brought him down or at least thrown him off balance to where somebody else could have helped out. But they were they, they used that excuse. Well, they taught us to strip the ball. Well, yeah, but you got to tackle the man too. You can't you can't just play like Is that. What he the said. Ball. Do what? Did he say that? He said he was trying to strip. The, I mean, he clearly was, but he shouldn't have said that. He should, if that's what he no, said. No, I, I didn't. Oh, I didn't oh, say okay. he used that as an excuse. Okay. I'm thinking that might be his excuse for the lousy attempt at a tackle that, that he played. That would be making business after, decisions. After Dak, uh, after you know, after Dak gets gets almost buried a few times, it turned into the old fashioned, you know, chuck and duck. I mean, he. He started throwing the ball and then and then and then waiting to be hit. And some of some of his pinpoint accuracy that I thought that he had developed this year kind of went away. You know, he hit a couple of those slants oh, to CD under where he was lucky when he had a he clean pocket. He had some really good throws, uh, pinpoint accuracy. Yeah. But under pressure, it went down drastically. He completed only twenty well, percent of the, his his passes under ISC, pressure yesterday. The, the the pick that he threw, where he threw it literally right at. The DB. I mean, it was just probably the easiest. Oh, hit. Sir. I'm going to ask you a question. Did you see what happened on that play? What, when he threw it down? Threw it straight down the field and and intercepted it? Did you watch the replay or you didn't watch the replay? I I watched that replay and I also watched the one where he, he rolled out to the right and he threw the ball at CD's back. And CD didn't even know the ball was coming, and when he turned, yeah, that's he the turned mis- the wrong way. That's the miscommunication we're talking about. CD Lamb and yeah. even Troy Aikman said it on the broadcast. I don't know if you listened to the broadcast. He said CD Lamb should have been turning inside because that's where the opening yeah. was, and he you turned outside. Give an angle. And he turned outside. So there's, there's a miscommunication. But the whole, it just the offense went. But, they basically you, let the nineteen forty wing team. Do you have your 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 phone up now watching watching this? Do I have no? I I, I walked outside because the dogs. Every time I try to get on the phone and talk to you, uh, both the dogs want to gotcha. talk to you too. And then they, when I'm on the phone, I have to get outside. I was going to try to but show the, you uh, the hands to the face for, from that interception. That's why I'm not getting on him about the interception because he literally got he got smacked in the face when he had the ball and he threw it and he couldn't he couldn't see. I can't really describe it. You got to see the picture. Uh, that's why I'm not getting well, getting on him about that pick. Uh, but some other right. throws, yeah, there's other throws. But that interception, I don't understand why there wasn't a flag on the play. But, but that good. was my two. That was my two go backs. Is is the DBs need to start hitting people, and and the getting back to what we talked about earlier this year, going back to the the best five, yeah. we couldn't do that last night because because Steele was you know home on protocol. Well, I don't and use the I term think, best five, but what was working, and I think what was working. It seemed to be was Connor Williams, right? Oh, yeah. like he seemed to be working better than this. I mean, uh. well, I know, but Connor and Connor, I think, I think our best five is still going to be Smith and Steele at tackles and putting LC back at left guard. I think that would have worked better last night, but who knows? It's just speculation. Yeah, it's just speculation. But I think, yeah. I think if we had, had if we had had that option, I think we would have seen them try that. But no, I think they would have put Connor Williams I, in before I they think throw LC. Getting back to my my first thought, Dan Quinn, thank God for Dan Quinn, because I think what he was trying so hard to do last night was not appear to be 
trying to steal the job from McCarthy. I think he was being so politically correct, or if you want to call it that, you know, he, he wanted to celebrate with his guys, but then he said, oh, wait a minute, i got to call this next, you know, he had to jump back in and call the, call the next defense or whatever. So uh, things were messed up last night, and bottom line, yes, a W is a W is a W. Doesn't matter if it's ugly. It doesn't matter if it's your kiss your sister win. It's still a win. Yeah. But they've they've got they've got games to finish, and we've got. They said, "Well, it's all NFC. We, that'll be a walk." No, it won't. What'd you say? What'd you say? NFC, I didn't hear that. Say it again. I I said I said we have all those NFC East games left to play. Oh, okay. Plus we have Arizona. We can't forget about them, and we're not going to walk anywhere. Uh, we're going to have to play hard because the NFC teams always play each other like it's the Super Bowl, whether they're at the bottom of the list or the top, or the best right, and the worst playing each other. Right about New York, that. Washington, the whole thing. We got a long way to go, and we got to we got to get the we got to get the fire back. And uh, I don't know. I'll just let you let you go. I, like I said, you guys basically have covered everything I wanted to cover today. But it was a, it was a tough a tough win to watch, and I hate. I hate wins like that because then you start worrying about what's going to happen next week. And I'm walking back in the house and you hear the dogs barking at me. So I'll let you go, bro, and I'll keep watching. Thanks, Oli. Appreciate you. Have a great you. day, and hopefully we'll have a better thing to talk about Monday. I, I, I hope so, man. I hope so. Yeah, but I was trying to bring this up. I wonder why it's not letting me do that. Interesting. But, um, yeah, the reason why I'm not really talking about that interception is because I, I, I don't have it up here. I, it's not letting me pull a picture over here. Uh, but, but if y'all want to go, just go on Twitter. You'll see it. My man's hands were literally in his face as he thrown it. They didn't call the flag. I don't know why. It looked like he was going for CD deep over the top. Um, which again, I don't. I don't like the call. Regardless, I don't like the call. Why are we? Why are we trying to attack these two safeties? It's just. It was just all broken yesterday. It was just all broken yesterday, man. Uh, what's up, North of the Star, man? How you feeling, brother? Not much. What's going on, Sky? I was just like you, happy to get a win yesterday. I, and I was watching with people, and after the Pollard run, uh, the people I was watching with, they're like, you're not even excited. Uh, but for me, like, we had to win that game. There was no question. It was Yo, just like, no, the, we should have been winning by more. After that Pollard run, I, I was, I was man, I was snapping. I was hyped. But it was more so out of frustration. You know, it's like one of those things where you wait for something to happen, and it finally happens, and it's like a relief, and you're just like, Man, I see we should have been doing it. You know, I was I was that's kind of how I was. It wasn't like let's go type of thing. It was like, where was this the entire game? Why are you running the ball up the A gaps all game to in front of a brick wall? Uh so yeah, I was I was man, I called Vach and everything. I, I had to get it out of my system. <laughs> yeah, it just seems clunky right now. Like where did the like I don't know if I don't know why Williams couldn't do it. Why isn't Williams that pullback a thing now? Like, why isn't, uh, like, where did that, they had the yes. extra lineman in more than we yeah. did. You notice they, is, they so did that Hawk, I don't know what you want to call it, call it Professor Banner formation. They put the two tight ends back there instead of the two linemen back there. I actually like that formation, no matter who's there. I kind of like it, but the tight ends give you an option to throw it. And I thought that added an extra level of protection in a unique way. Um, but instead of u- utilizing that, and to get something quick underneath, they were utilizing it to try to get something deep on a team that doesn't allow you to go deep. And so it was just like this game plan made no sense, North. Yeah, exactly. And like, um, sorry, but I lost my thought there. 
you were saying earlier about CD and uh, Debo. I think that's a good one. My, yeah, I always so. thought about in the red zone and uh, Devontae Adams, another one. I wish the way they use Devontae Adams in motion and where he's almost in motion and he, he's almost running his route before the DB has a time to react. I think that's another way we should use CD because like that screen, the screen he was moving as he caught it, I think it just made a world of a difference. It looked like no other screen that we ran. Yeah, you're talking about the CD 33-yard uh, run, catch run? Yeah, they, they called it as a run, but I like the fact no, that no, he no, was yeah, catching yeah. it as he was. Yeah, so just clunky. And then after, uh, so I think, and the other, now that McCarthy, I know it sucks not to have him, but he got to watch it from a TV at home, uh, and it just gave a different view. This is, he's the head coach. He's an offensive guy. He's got to come in, and he's the boss. Tell Kellen what's, what's going on here, you know, fix it up. Let me ask y'all something. Do y'all think, um, I definitely think Kellen's part of it, but do y'all think it, in regards to this run game, it's the offensive line, a mixture of the offensive line and Kellen, or this is just the offensive line has just not been performing well, and that's just that's the answer. The offensive line has not been good. Yeah, I think it's a mixture. It has to be a mixture of like the line now that they're going to be start playing together, hopefully get this run going. That four games in 22 days, that's obviously a weird thing. And you have this COVID and you're changing linemen. So hopefully it's something they can straight out. I yeah. pointed uh, before the key game. Cardinals is that next big test. And to be honest, now that we're 0-2 and the two Super Bowl players last year, and right now Arizona is the top of the division, Dallas needs to win that game. I, I don't care. Don't look too that's far That's the game ahead. that's like, you got to win that. Don't look too far ahead. And the re- this, this, this team ain't earned the benefit of the doubt for that, bro. Uh, you know, when we were talking about the Cardinals back when we were six and one, that you know, okay. But right now, this team does not have the benefit of the doubt to look past the Giants and the Washington Washingtons right now. They don't. They got Washington next week. That's your biggest test. Facts. Yeah, and we need to fix it, and they need to sit Zeke. To be honest, for us to get the the best set of Zeke, and for him to help us the best, it's going to be in that playoffs when we need that inside running game. So he needs to be healthy as possible. So I don't see the and it sucks because you don't really have the guy to come in and split Pollard because I don't know if they want to give Pollard 30. You don't want him all of a sudden hampered, and that takes away what he does best. So it's a tough situation. The reason I'm, I think, for me, the offense is, has and always will be the, the, should be the strength, right? they got to fix it. Yeah. But what we have with the defense, when you got Lawrence, when Gregory comes back, and you got Parsons in the middle. I, it's like a, I don't know what they're going to call it, it's like the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> for me, that has the, that has the potential. That has the potential to take the Cowboys far. That I, could be unbelievable. Yeah. I think it is a, a – and, again, use this word. I know it's probably not a word you want to hear right now. But I'm, I'm thinking Michael Parsons, Randy Gregory, Neville Gallimore, Demarcus Lawrence, Osa. I feel like that's a Super Bowl front. I feel like that's a front that can can help you – get to the Super Bowl, but they can't do it by themselves, right? Like, that's they, they, this ain't the, the 85 Bears. But I think that collection of talent, and then you get Tristan Hill, who also throw his hat in the ring, too. That collection of five players right there, plus when you, when you get guys like that back, now Dorrance Armstrong can give you 110% on his 10 to 15 snaps. Terrell Basham becomes better because he only gives you 10 to 15 snaps, and he gives you 110%. It just makes everyone better when you're whole like that. So I, I, I think the front... The front seven, or six if you want to call just Micah because that'll be easy. Done. But I think that group can definitely lead the way, but the, the offense can't play like it played last night, bro. It can't. 
no, no, it's got to get better. But that's, I'm just so excited for that D because for me, that D can play playoff football and LVE is going to solve itself when Parsons goes back to linebacker more because it's going to push LVE out. And is, uh, it? Delicate, is it? Parsons and, is it? Because LVE is playing. Yeah, LV, I know. LVE's playing. You, you, we're going to push him out because he's above, he's above Keanu Neal. So when they go to nickel or whatever, or when Mike has to rush the passer, who's in there? LVE. The dude needs to be benched. It's 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 to yeah. that point, man. He's just not a productive player for. And I don't I'm, I don't like to get on players like this, but he's been horrible. He, yeah. was, horrible. he was almost so mad. Jalen left. He was so mad. Jalen left and got the spotlight on him. Jalen left and took whatever juice, you know, he had with him. Yeah, and the one more point I want to make about Parsons and Gregory. And I said it before with Greg Reed, and you've seen it with Parsons these last two weeks, Oakland and yesterday. He gets his plays on these months. You need it. Third down, mm-hmm. like that. The plays he made in Oakland, uh, Vegas, sorry, that was supposed to win the game. You're talking first and second down, and this guy made it third and 18. So, like, for me, that's why I just have, like, for me, Parsons, Gregory, Law, if we do something in the playoffs, it's going to be because those guys are setting people on fire. Yeah, he, he, he used, I use the word clutch. Uh, Michael Parsons is a clutch defender. Um, I believe he doesn't have the most sacks, but he has the most sack yards. So when he's getting to the quarterback, it's pretty much killing a drive. So he's just, yeah, he's phenomenal. Man. Yeah. So good one. 10 day break. Let's, uh, you tweeted it yesterday. Let's just, they got to get it going. Yeah. They got to yeah, get back to the lab. The lines got to figure Zach Martin, every, everyone has a part. The Tyron's making mistakes. So let's see, they get a funnel down and let's go. Yeah, Tyron. I mean, I saw I saw Zach. The Lions just got to figure this. Can can we stop with the not you, but but the media? Can can we stop with the? Uh, this is the best offensive line in football. Are we done with that yet, or is that still a thing? Yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> that's, yeah. Okay. And right, the, and saying. with Zach struggling too, I think it's just too one dimensional right now. It's just there's no one's respecting the run. Yeah, and especially when Zeke's in there. I think when Zeke's in there, they're probably saying we can't stop him with seven now. What? And that's not a fan of the I love Zeke, and I'm always defending. Right, and that's what I said to Koya yesterday, or whatever it was, a couple days ago. I said, why would I even, why would I play Zeke like he's that guy right now? I would not. And the Saints, I mean, we. that's why I don't understand the game plan yesterday, Norris, because the Saints showed you how they were going to play. Dennis Allen was the, the defensive coordinator two years ago. The, the players on that team aren't drastically different from two years ago. And they basically did the same thing they did to Zeke two years ago. Held him to, like, what, three yards per carry? If that, I, I'm not even sure if he got that much. Um, but they shut down that, that run game up the middle. And I, it's even more impressive with the Saints. I got to give my, a, a hat tip to them and them credit. They're able to stop you with seven. That is so hard to do in today's game where teams spread you out and create lanes. They stop you with seven. But you know what makes it easier, North? When all you do is just run up the damn middle. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it makes it easier. And, and you guys laughed about it post-game. But, like, the post to Zeke. Why isn't that Paul? First of all, he's on Lattimore. Like, I'm not even sure what, what the whole thought process was. Uh, I'm not really sure. <laughs> I want to I tell – Law, Law, I hope you in here, Law. I want to I want to bring two people to the table and tell them to lean forward a little bit. Kellen Moore, lean forward a little bit. All right, the hell are you doing? Dak Prescott, lean forward a little bit. The hell are you doing? Like like, like I get it. That's your man's. You got the utmost confidence in him. But what the hell are you doing? That's Marshawn Lattimore against a one-legged Ezekiel Elliott on a quick slant. Okay, I digress. And, and it, 
And a third down, I believe it was, too, right? It was second and seven, but but it, oh, whatever. Second and seven. Okay. whatever, yeah. Put him yeah. in third and long. It felt like it felt like third down. You ran that play and it was just like, come on. Yeah. This is silly, man. All right, I gotta get back to work, guys. Have a All good right. uh, long weekend if you are enjoying a weekend a little bit, and uh, we'll, oh, we'll talk Monday. Trust and believe me. Appreciate you, bro. I, I will be enjoying this weekend. In fact, we all should. You know, it's just back to back weekends. We get to sit back this time, coming off a of victory. I think what will happen, Cowboys Nation. Right? Emotions run high during the game. Emotions run high right after the game, the morning after the game. But once things, you know, once you get into Sunday. You sit back, you're just watching other teams stress and go through all the craziness. And hey, maybe you get some help. You know, maybe the top teams lose and you feel better about your ugly win. Because right now it's an ugly baby, but it's your baby. Right? When you got an ugly baby, it don't matter. That's your baby. You got to take care of it. So we got to take care of this dub over the next 10 days. And then next week, see if we can produce another dub. Um, I still feel very confident about going on on a run to end this, end this uh, season. But now it is about not necessarily style points, but finding a rhythm. I didn't care. I really honestly didn't care about it yesterday. I said, yo, you just got to win. Like You got to get that taste out your mouth. You got to you got to know that you can win and you got to know that you can win like this. Has there been an ugly win like this? I'm trying to think. I don't count the Chargers game. I think the Chargers game, the defense played really well. The offense ran the ball like crazy and Dak was efficient. Uh, so I don't consider that an ugly win. I consider that a tough win. This was ugly. This was an ugly baby, and you got you got to get some of those. You just got to get some of those. And Fresh made a good point when there was a stretch there when the uh, Bucks offense was terrible. Uh, everybody was getting questioned left and right. Um, they figured some things out towards to make a run at the end. I, I feel like when you got the talent, and when your talent and the coaching showed you at the beginning of the season that, hey, we can do some special things. You got to have some confidence that it can be done. But all the confidence in the world don't mean nothing if they don't go out there and prove it to you. You got an 832 in the building. 832, what it is, what it do? Old school, I called you last week. What's up, McGregor? So we got OG. We got old head, and now we got old school. What's up, old school? Oh, I'm just just thinking. I, I have to tell you, you know, you're doing a great job. Thank you, sir. Of uh, you know, hosting your show, and and I have a couple things I just want to mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, and I've noticed in the last three or four games with the, with the boys, it's the way they the offense starts on the field the very first series. And it goes back to Dak. Dak is like a deer in headlights when that first series starts. And when that tells me it's going to be an ugly game, that's the, that automatically tells me it's going to be an ugly game because Dak is missing throws. He's fumbling well, the, the first ball. Series, it, it, the first series in that game wasn't about him missing throws. You know what the, the most frustrating part about that first series was? He didn't freaking I, run. I, he, he, the very right, first right. play was a play action. Again, right. Again, hold on, again. I don't. I don't like the call. You go play action, try to go deep against a too high. What are you doing anyway? So, so Dak steps up, and there's just all this room, and that's a conversation we can have. Too. Ten yards. And he does not run I'm the ball, and, and I don't exactly. understand it. And then he throws the ball to I think it was uh, 
Noah Brown. It wasn't a bad throw. It was great coverage. So it wasn't like he was missing anybody. Right. The problem wasn't the throw. Right. The problem was, bro, go get you five, six, seven yards, and, and let's go on to the next right. play. Run, run. I said there it in pregame. Use your legs. But anyway, go ahead. That's right. That's that's exactly right. He had the 10 yards of field in front of him. And I'm like, Dak, get you five yards, lay it down, and that's going to make that second and third down a little bit easier for your offense. But he, for some reason or another, he he had to toss that in to Noah Brown or whoever that was. Whoever it was. Um, I think it was Noah. Dak has to do a better job of understanding what's going on the field. And I'm thinking, and don't get me wrong, I love Dak, but Dak has an issue. What's Once he issue? lock in on a, on, a, on a receiver, and it, it, it's like he, he don't go through his progressions like he need to. Oh, I disagree with um, that. I mean, that's, that's, you're making him sound like a rookie. Dak goes through his progressions. That That is not the problem with Dak Prescott right now. It's not progressions. Okay, okay, well, let's just say this here. I'm, I'm going to say this. I think that Dak, the way, as Dak goes, that offense. That's goes. obvious. That's the way it looks. That, that is cl- clear as day right now, and that's the problem. Right. That is the problem. This is no longer a complimentary offense. When your offense right. is solely relying on your quarterback to make the plays every play, and then and then his problem is he's not just taking, again, we talked about this, one of the, if I got this up here, let me see. There it is. Stay patient offensively was a key to the game. Old school. Right. And they didn't do that yesterday. I kept saying, why are we trying to score 14 points on one throw, on one play? On Why are we not remaining patient? Watch the Bills. They said, okay, you want to take away the deep ball, we'll just chop you up underneath. And and the game plan seemed to be run up the middle, five to seven yard drop, drop backs. And now, all right, Dak, if that's what they're going to do, you have to make every one of these throws or we're going to be behind the line or, or behind the chains. So you're right. This offense, as it looks right now, Goes as Dak Prescott goes, and that I don't think that's a recipe for success because you need to have a complimentary offense. You don't need to run the ball forty times, but you got to be effective at doing it. You got to at least block it, right? And if you're right. going to throw the ball forty times, you better have a scheme that can can, can get guys open because you're not going to have open guys running wide open forty five attempts a game. It's not going to happen. Right, right, uh, and, and I agree with you one hundred percent there. And one other thing, a couple other things I just want to get get out right quick is that we need to fix that secondary. And there's there's three problems in that secondary that that should be fixed. I don't know how they're going to fix it, but they need to take a long, hard look at it. And that's LBE, LBE, uh, Keon O'Neal. He's he's a poor tackler. I've seen it too many times. He's a poor tackler. And uh, DeMonte KZ, bad angles, poor tackling. If they don't get them three guys fixed, they 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 one and done. If they make it to the playoffs, they're one and done because they're giving up big plays. And for the life of me, I don't know why uh, my boy Trayvon Diggs is out there batting at balls when he could have simply made a tackle to keep yeah, that seventy yard. I'm I'm like, what's what's going on with this? All right. So it's like they have a brain fog or a brain lapse. I'm like, what's going on? So it goes back to coaching. You see it, you have a problem, let's address the problem, fix it. If we can't fix it, then what we need to do, we need to – I'll just say this here. Uh, Anthony Brown, 
you know, he's he's playing five and eight yards off the receiver, and they're going, you know, they. And I'm like, I thought you were going this. to go the other way with Anthony Brown. I thought Anthony Brown no, no, played no. a really good game yesterday. Well, he was playing, he was playing off those receivers pretty much in third down, and then they going right at him, you know, third and five, third and seven. He's playing eight yards off the man. I'm like, wow, look at this. And then he's getting he's getting toasted. I'm like, if we're going to get toasted with Anthony Brown, we might as well put Kevin Joseph out there. So I, I'm just looking, and I'm just saying I'm, 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 a, I'm a Cowboy fan. I've always been a Cowboy fan. But your, we your need observations to do are very interesting from yesterday. But appreciate the call, man. Yeah, yeah, anytime. I I thought Anthony Brown was fine yesterday. I mean, the, the play where he got picked, I mean, that's that's a great play call. Great play call. He got picked. He got caught in the muck. But other than that play, I I, I think he had a few pass breakups. He tackled very well. I, I Am I wrong here? Let me get in the chat. Am I wrong here? <laughs> uh, is he... I'm 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 a little confused on the Anthony Brown slander from yesterday. I thought Anthony Brown rebounded uh, pretty well yesterday. Let me just make sure if, if I'm okay. Most people are saying he played good. I thought I thought that as well. Um, but I agree with the digs thing. I, I don't think there's nothing you can do about that. I don't think he's going to want to tackle. Uh, LVE needs to sit down. I we we all agree on that. KZ, 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 KZ gets the interception. You know, erases. Does it erase everything? Probably not. I, I, is Malik Hooker a better tackler than KZ? It feels like it. Feels like it. I think I would see what's up. I just think Dan Quinn maybe trusts KZ back there more. Um, I don't know why, but it's like Freaky Friday. Is his, is he turning into Xavier Woods with the angles? Take some really weird angles. Uh, but let me see what you, yeah, yeah, most of y'all believe he, he played pretty well last night all right i i'm i you know i again i'll let y'all get it out but y'all know me if if i i'm gonna push back if i need to push back <laughs> um fresh said hooker has more range too yeah yeah flow doesn't want to tackle it's clear uh flow said kz doesn't want to tackle as clear as day and he's been struggling since the mr or the dui My man, Tony from Tampa, man. How you doing, brother? Make sure you're driving safe out there. Yo, what's going on? What's going on, man? Yeah, I'm trying to, man. I'm trying to, man. Uh, yeah, man, Kellen Moore, man, he like that kid that stayed out too late in Halloween. He he got his bag snatched, man. He can't get in his bag, man. <laughs> what's up with him, man? He getting bullied. You know what? My man, yeah, Koye, well, he says something, and I think, it's, I think you're right. He calls him a beta. He says he's not an alpha. He calls plays like a beta. And, and and it feels that way. It really does. Yeah, man. Early in the season, you know, he was in his bag. You know, he had his candy, you know. He was in his bag, man. But it's like he got it snatched now, man. He got to find that. He got to, you know, he got to go get his bag back, man. Pull his pants up and get his bag back, you know. I don't know what's going on with that dude, man. He, I oh, mean, yeah. he calling predictable oh, you know play. He look like Jason Garrett out there, I, man. Freaky Friday. I said it earlier, Freaky Friday, man. It feels like they just swapped. Man, man, maybe he mad Jason Garrett got fired or something. I don't know. I don't know. He, maybe he's paying tribute to him or something. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, man, A.B. played good, man. I would like to see more uh, press coverage, man, because of that pass rush. I believe now uh, we getting the players back to that we can get to them. Uh, if you bump them, uh, you know, jam them uh, receivers at the line of scrimmage, you know, A.B. got speed, man. He can recover. I, I would like to see him jam more, though. 
I ain't gonna say you know. Uh, he, I think, dude was right, but he he was playing too far off sometimes. But that's not. But, uh, but, but y'all understand that is not a player's call. We, yeah, we, yeah, you can't yeah, crucify yeah. the player for exactly. It's the scheme. Oh so, no, I, I, I ain't I ain't crucifying AB because he AB played good. I felt like he 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 got back from the. Well, he only had that one pass appearance. Uh, you know what I mean? But I felt like he played good. I, I don't even have no complaints about AB. Well, I just I it's just, just wanna, that I would like to see. I just want to let people know huh? the, the alignment of the cornerbacks is due to the play call, not the player deciding. You know, this isn't Deion Sanders yeah. where you can be like, yo, do what you want. There's an actual design to the play. So that's why they play off. We can gripe about the scheme. Uh, but but I thought A.B., besides getting caught in the wash on that man coverage play, I thought he was good. But, all right. Yeah, let me get on Dan Quinn then. Said, you know, uh, he need to, he need to, he need to get them uh, – he need to jam them receivers coming off that line, man. He need to get them boys to jam them receivers coming off that line and let that pass rush get to him, man, you know. That pass rush should get to him if, if you if you throw their timing off. We playing against somebody like a, Aaron Rodgers or you know uh, Kyler Murray. They go off that timing real, real, real tough. If you throw it off, you know man, you eat them up all night, man. But it was ugly. It was an ugly game, man. I ain't gonna lie, it was ugly. But uh, you know we got it done, man. Tony Pollard, man, that nigga boy. I ain't mean to say that up there, but nah, you yo, cool, man, you cool, you cool. <laughs> Yo, that run, that run, man, that run was. I was like, oh my god, he gone. I already knew he was gone, man. That boy ain't no joke, man. Uh, Zeke, they needed to sit Zeke, man. I don't know why they put him out there like that, man. With his, with his, you know, let him rest, man. Let him get his, let him, you know, you know, he, <laughs> he, he, he getting the money. He, you know, it ain't like you gonna, you gonna get hurt from TP starting, man, man. You know. Can somebody tell me Come what, on, man. what it is? I mean, I mean, and I thought I saw. Yeah, listen, I, that's 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 great observation. I'll talk about this part afterwards. But great observation. Zeke Zeke's clearly obviously out. Yeah, because when he got that run going on the outside, if that was TP. You'd have been gone, man. I mean, I, you know what I'm saying. I know the boy hurt, but you know, rest him, man. But if that was TP that took that that one hand off on the side where he looked like he he you know he was struggling to try to get his burst, a uh, uh, Zeke. Struggling to try to get that burst on that one side, man. I was like, Lord, coaching malpractice. Coaching malpractice. That man was literally. He got to the outside. He said, "Damn, where the, where's the sideline? Where's the? I need to get to the sideline. He didn't even try to cut it up. I got to get to the sideline." Did they put him back I out there? I thought he was gonna pull a hamstring. I thought he was gonna pull a hamstring. What are you doing, man? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man, you Tony. keep doing your thing, man. Keep doing your thing, man. You know, I just want to chop it up with you for a minute. I appreciate you, Tony, man. Hey, drive safe, bro. All right, man. All right, man. Thank you. Yep. I, I, I think we all should come to the conclusion here that Tony Pollard should be your feature guy. At this point, I mean, until Zeke gets healthy. And, and, and Tony Pollard may not get, come in and be the feature and rush for 150 yards. That's really not the point when I'm when I'm looking for Tony Pollard to be the guy. I thought Tony Pollard played really well yesterday. I mean, they gave him the same damn carries they gave Zeke. Up the middle. Up the middle. Up the middle. This isn't 2016. I tweeted this. I said, why are we running this offense uh, running scheme like it's 2016 where you had a mauling offensive line? You don't have a mauling offensive line anymore. You don't. So you you have to scheme it up a little bit different. You got to do some different things. Um, 
And yeah, Tony Powell, I, I doubt Tony's going to come in, get you 20 carries, and and, and just be a um, excuse me, be a prime Ezekiel Elliott. I don't care. I don't need him to be. Uh, but if you want to, if you want to add a threat element to your run game, it's with him. It's not with 21 like this right now. It's with him. And we didn't get Lindsey. Whatever. There's really no one out there. They didn't bring an AP. Like whatever. So you got to roll with Clement. You just got to. I've seen teams win with worse. I've seen teams win with these kind of running backs. So you can get through a couple games with these dudes. I, again, I asked the question last week. Will you really miss Ezekiel Elliott if you sat him against the Saints? Because this ain't hindsight. Because I asked this question last week. After watching this game, you would have not missed Ezekiel Elliott. And you could have got him a, a week uh, of rest. What did he really provide you? Got to get him back right now. All right, we'll get to... Man, it's so... Where are we going to do? Where are we going to do? We're going to lock this thing up. Lock this thing up. We got James, Michelle, DJ, and 320. My man, James. Hey, listen, first of all, bro. Oh, bro. Oh, you got to turn me down. Turn, turn, turn the house down. Got me? Hey, man, appreciate you coming through yesterday to Texas Live and providing that energy, man. I noticed you just like me during the games, and I appreciate that. Oh, man. Scott, hold on. I don't think they fully understand what they <laughs> miss. Okay. If you are out here, you a Cowboys fan, and you might like the party just a little bit like me, and you not out here coming to Texas Live on Cowboys game day, then you missing out on the best party that right. there could ever be thrown on a Cowboys game day. I had everybody in there. People was coming in, <laughs> coming out. They was cheering, high-fiving. They, they, they had their little choice drinks and spirits and stuff like that, yeah. and everybody was cheering for them boys. Oh, my goodness, that was some of the best fun I've ever had. I tell oh, you, James. Man, I went to the party like it was 1999. I oh. hardly ever see anyone that matches that type of energy that I have during the game. And then you came around. I said, "Thank God, there's not. I'm, I'm not. The, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one that gets crazy like this. You are there, well, and I'm sure there's tons of people around the nation that are the same way. And I and I love that energy. I love that that vibe y'all bring and that and that diehardness to y'all. So, I, man, I appreciate you coming through. But what you got for the show, bro? This is all I got to say. All right, now, cowboy. It, this is Cowboys victory. We can do the critiquing later." All right. But all I got to say is we've been these them previous games where we didn't have our number one receivers today or yesterday showed you why our number ones are the number one. But I think we were putting the wrong number twos out there, okay? Because the way Carlos Watkins elevated over that offensive line and went How about up that with, catch, huh? Oh, oh, oh the hands. The hands. He needs to change his number to an 80-something and go take uh, Noah Brown place. The hands. Oh, my. It was all hands. Nobody catch no nothing. Oh, man. It was just, oh, my. Just all, once I, I do have to say this, though. I, I, I can't get off of it. It just it blows my mind. DeMonte KD is about to be on some highlight reels until this Sunday because that's the only football we got this week. 
they about to highlight real that young man because he allowed Taysom Hill to leap over him like he was a hurdle in the 100 Olympics. Oh, my goodness. I know y'all saw it. <laughs> yeah. Man, Taysom Hill turned into Tay Lamar Jackson. That's who he was. He had 100, last night. 101 rushing yards, and, and it got to the point where he wasn't going to throw it in, in, in that one series because I think his hand, every, every play just kept going back like this, messing with his finger. So I'm like, all right, well, just load the box, man. <laughs> just load the box and go get him. But, but again, we knew this was going to happen. We knew that Taysom Hill was going to run the ball. I just didn't expect him to throw it 41 times. Yeah. See, now that's, that's, and that's where the Saints made a mistake. Had they kept running Taylor Lamar Jackson, they probably would have won that game. But too bad for them because the Cowboys won. We won 8 and 4. We going, uh, what's the, what's, what's the 13 and, what is it, 13 and 4? 13 and 4 would be the record. Yeah. Unless they beat us. That's all I got to say. All right. Uh, uh, Amari Cooper, flashing, um, uh, uh, C.D. Lamb, uh, Flash, Demarcus Lawrence came back, Flash, yeah. D. Law had, I think, what the second most pressures in the game. He was on. He was playing rotating snaps. Four, oh my four pressures. He, I thought he had a sack. I'm gonna give it to him, right? Nah, I ain't gonna give it to him. But I thought he had a sack when he, when he. When, remember, you watched me. I'm sitting here snapping, running across the thing, like, hype for Tank to get that sack, man. And then it came back. Uh, they, they called it moving forward. I think you even told me you was like, I think they're gonna call it incomplete. And they called it incomplete. Yeah. They should have gave that to him, sack fumble, you know. But, hey, it's all good. You yeah, know, the good. only thing, the, the good that comes out of this, we get 10 days. We can rest Zeke. Zeke is not just playing hurt. Zeke is injured. I believe the reason why they're playing Zeke and why they were four-speeding him, it may have to do something with his contract because, you know, that's the only thing that I can really rationalize why are they putting him out there in no hurt because he's due for a re- restructure depending on probably something in his contract that says the number of plays he has, the number of touches he has. Mm, okay, I see what you're saying now. But 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 see, this, yeah. this makes no sense to do that. Do you want to win or do you want to appease to your, your players? You bench Lyle Collins, he has a big contract. You cut Jalen Smith, he has a big contract. Like right, right. So yeah. you seem to do the things that you thought was right for the team. But there's no way you can tell me this is right for the team. Ezekiel Elliott had 15 touches yesterday to Tony Pollard's nine. That is unacceptable. Wow, I, it, it made no, man, you know the man like all the cars say he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't run. He couldn't run. I hope today they got him a, a, a case of that uh, monkey butt and they take it and mix it in with some of Shaq icy hot. And then uh, I don't put some aloe vera in it and all. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Make that man a special salve wrap for that knee because he's going to need all he, he needs. He needs rest. He-, he flat out, he needs rest. And I, and I said this a few weeks ago. Everyone was talking about, oh, man, he's a great pass protector. Fam, listen, he's good. He can pass block. He misses as well. But his pass blocking is not worth it to me. It's not worth averaging yards per carry. And over the last five months, 3.2 yards per carry. And and it's just not worth it, man. So let him rest so that when we get to the playoffs, he's not only a good pass protector for you, but he's a good running uh, back for you. If if you want to just keep him on there to be a six offensive lineman, then let him come in there for 10 plays just to pass block. Don't waste a play. You're literally wasting a down running Ezekiel Elliott the ball right now. 
That's how I feel. Yeah, I think I think Kellen Moore. I think I, I and I said this last night. I think Jerry Jones is uh, kind of critiquing, you know, what Kellen Moore can pull out that bag. You know, as soon as Jerry Jones went to the restroom, he we quickly dialed up TP, and TP busted the ceiling off that super dog. Yeah, then, then the next possession, he put out Zeke. But so it's just weird, man. But <laughs> <laughs> but hey, James, bro, I, I appreciate you one hundred, man. Hey man, hey look, hey look, uh, A to Z Nation. If you are in Dallas next week, there's only one place for you to be. It's not gonna be church, even though we love the Lord. It's not gonna be your grandmama house if she cooking, cause the food gonna be there after you get done. You see what I'm saying? It's not no recital. It's not taking no nap. It's in your car on the road, Texas live. Come out here and party with the Sky and the Jesse Holly and all of Cowboys Nation. Cheer these boys on, connect with some people, and have the most fun you can have with America's team, cheering them all the way to the Super Bowl. And then get on the next day when the wind comes and talk about it. Why? Because this is the only place to be Cowboys coverage from A to Z, baby. Yo, James, bro, you about to be my personal hype man, bro. Appreciate you. My man is a beast when it comes to the mic like that. He a beast. <laughs> Below, that is interesting. He said, I feel like Kellen is pulling a JG to try to get Big Mike fired and become the new head coach. I, I ain't going I ain't gonna do that to y'all. Let me get to let me get to DJ real quick. DJ man, what's up, bro? Hey, what's up, Sky? How you doing today, brother? I'm good. How are you? Oh, man, I woke up this morning and actually had, after a great night. It was a fantastic night. You know what I mean? Uh, and I'm not going to sit here and, you know, act like we weren't a little down and, and, and a little critical last week. But what I can say is that the, the boys looked good last night. Um, there's a little bit. Now, I'm with you on the whole uh, TP over Zeke until Zeke get healthy thing, though, man, because it's night and day at this point. At this point, it looks like Zeke, when they're on the field and we took the names off the jersey and the, and the numbers and all that kind of stuff, if you took those off and just watched the guy run, you would think Zeke is the backup and it wouldn't even be close. And, then, and that's my that's my problem. That's facts. That's my problem. Like, so, like, Zeke looks like that short yardage back when it's, you know, third and short goal line situation that they just kind of put in, but that Tony Pollard is a feature back, and that, that's my issue with that. So let Zeke get healthy, um, because even when he made it to the edge uh, last night, he looked like he was in pain. He was limping, trying to run as fast as he can, and I have a problem with that. So there's that. But, I mean, as far as the defense uh, being the highlight, because the offense, you know, it took a little bit. I mean, the you know, the, the Superdome's a Superdome for a reason. It's, it's a tough place to play. They weren't really in sync. Now, I got to say, I think Michael Gallup is the best 50-50 ball player on the team. I'll be honest. We got, some, we got some fire. DJ. On, on the, the team. On the team. How about, how about, on the, team. How about the league? Michael Gallup is, is top three hey. in the NFL. At, I don't call it 50-50. I call it 100-0 because he's going to come down with it. <laughs> hey, man, look, 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 look. Like, when he went up spinning 360 
and he got air under him. It's not like because you know I'm I'm about to be 31 in a week. If if I tried to do that, I'd probably tear my ACL just trying to spin in the air without trying to catch a ball without a defender. You know what I mean? So, but this man caught air, caught went over the dude, caught the ball. And again, I was a receiver. I know how hard I've tried that. I know how hard that is to do and get his feet down. It's insane, bro. It was an insane catch. Insane. He's a clutch player, and and he's one of the best high ball point catch guys in the league. Yeah, you're right about that. I I can't say that because I need to do my research before I make a claim. That's just how I am. But, yeah, yeah, like if you told me, like, I did the research and he's the best one that that I've seen that's in the league right now, I 100% believe. One of the best. I I 100% believe. You know how the best is argued for any position, but he's one of the best at doing that, period. One of the best. And uh, also, man, what I was looking at is, you know, A.B. I was worried about just because of the whole confidence conversation that we had. But it looks like once he got a couple plays under his belt, like he did get burnt. But, you know, uh, like Vought say, you know, he, he gets his two to three, you know, I got burnt plays and then he's locked down the rest of the game. And that's what happened. So I enjoy that. Speaking of Vach, man, I was watching when you called him last night and I wasn't looking. Like I just came back and uh, I, I, thought Jay, I, uh, I thought James called back, man. I thought James called back. Hey, man, no, it was hilarious. I was rolling. I, yeah. I didn't hear what Vach said for like the next two minutes after that, bro, because it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Yeah, you, uh, run the ball. <laughs> yeah, you talking about after Tony Vach. Well, the reason why I, was, yeah. I got so excited like that is because all damn game, I'm, I'm looking at Jesse, I'm looking at Nick, I'm looking at James, I'm in the chat. And I'm like, what the hell is Kellen Moore doing, folks? Like, what are we doing, fellas? So I'm in, I'm in our group chat, the roundtable chat, and I'm like, what's happening? Why are we – get to the outside. Give it to Tony. Why are we letting Zeke in there? Just just give it give it to Tony in space and see what happens. And like, two possessions later, it happens, and he busts one, and I'm screaming hype, you know, as, as I am. And then I, I had more energy. I, could, I needed to talk to somebody. So I said, you know what? Me and Vach were just talking in the chat. Called up Vach. Had no idea I was going to be on the show. So I hope you enjoyed it. But I hope I didn't say nothing crazy. I was I was going through it at that time. Oh, uh, no, you didn't. <laughs> now, you were good. You were good. I was like, oh, you know, because you always tell us how you are during the game. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Like, you know, like I'm the same way. But you called. I was like, nah, he, yeah, he, he's exactly what he warned us. He told us what he was. So, like, you know, can't be surprised now. Just, but just, nah, man, you were all straight. You were good. Yeah, <laughs> you were good last know. night. I ain't one of them bougie uh, fans that be yeah, at, the, at the game and just sitting down. Just know that would never be me, ever. Oh, yeah, no, you can't be. You can't be. Like, it, it means something to you. And if you were acting in any way different, then I wouldn't believe you, if that makes sense. No, I got you. But, yeah, man, I, I'll let you get out because I know it's almost 10 and you're trying to get off. So I appreciate it, man, and we'll be talking to you later. Appreciate you, dog. Great call, DJ. Uh, let's get. Yes, sir. Nine oh three in the building and three two zero to close it out. Nine oh three, what it is, what it do. Nine oh three going once. Not. Or Ted and Chat, I talk to you and talk about you a lot. I watch Vosh, I watch all y'all. You guys are amazing. Is it Pricket, Ted? Is um, it, am I saying that right? Yeah, Pricket. Okay. What's up, brother? Appreciate the support, um, man. How you one feeling? One thing I want to talk about with you real quick, and I think people are overlooking, is the fact that Joe Philbin, the offensive line coach, has been out since the Chiefs game, if I'm not mistaken. So that is now three games that 
Philbin has not been on the side to help correct these offensive linemen when they're not making the proper techniques and holding their blocks correctly. Um, on top of that, last night, not only did we lose Philbin this week, but we also lost both backup offensive linemen or backup offensive line assistant coaches to help make those corrections. So what I feel we're struggling in the run game is, is our technique. I'm seeing Zach missing his hold and holding the blocks. I'm missing uh, Smith getting holding calls on running plays. Um, and that hurts because we don't have anyone to make those corrections. You would like to say, oh, that's on the OC, but the OC is trying to communicate with the QB to find out what the QB seeing so he knows what to call the next play. He doesn't have time to go down the line and talk to the offensive line individually and say, hey, what happened to your hand placement here? Hey, what happened to this? Why did this guy get able to uh, do the run stone on you that you've picked up all year, but yet you can't do it today? Um, and that is missing, and I think people are glossing over that. Well, on I, top I, of that, can I let me kind of interject on, on that? On you got another one. I got a little bit more about that, and then I'll let you. Okay, yeah, I want to interject that. on that one, yeah. The other thing is, last night, the Saints were without Marcus Davenport, their three tech. Yeah. Why run it at their best run defender in Cam Jordan and their second best run defender in Gunderson when they're missing the third best run defender, Marcus Davenport, up the middle? Now, give me you tell you tell me Ted. You tell me why they did that crap. I have no clue. I understand we were only getting two and three yards, and it frustrated the heck out of me that we weren't making that. But the way the Saints play that game is, we're not going to allow you to get outside. We're not going to let you have any cutbacks because even Pollard didn't get his cutback. Normally, Pollard takes that inside zone. He sees a crease on the right. He cuts it to the right. Well, this time there was a linebacker there in the right. Yeah, no crap. This is a, this is a top. This is a top run defense, and you're running vanilla plays. You're not saying anything we haven't talked about here today. You you ran a vanilla basic run scheme against a top ranked run defense, and you expected what exactly? You 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 ran into the so, teeth of the defense. What, so what are we saying here? We ran into the teeth of defense because that's where the weakness was. Huh? The weakness wasn't the outside. Sir. The weakness was the middle. The, with I, sir, no, 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 no. Sir, Ted, Ted, there is no weakness in general with their run defense. The point is you have to find something that works. What works best for you? Clearly running up the middle does not work best for you, and it hasn't worked best for you for the last seven weeks. And now let me interject on what you're talking about with the offensive line. There is no there's no doubt about it. Not having your offensive line coach is 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 uh, hurts you. They're usually labeled as maybe the second most important coach or most important coach on the on the team during game day. But how the hell do you explain seven weeks, not the last two, three, seven weeks? This offensive line has not been good in the run game. And Joe Philbin was on the sideline, so I get it. We can make excuses about the offensive line not having its offensive line coach you know, the last two or three games. But how do you explain seven weeks of it? I think there's a combination of things going on here, Ted. Your offensive line has not been good. 
in general with talent. And two, your offensive coordinator is not helping your struggling offensive line. And three, you got a musical chairs thing going on. So there's no stability. The guys you do have playing are not playing consistently. And then your coaching, be it, be it, be it your O-line coaches or your offensive coordinators, just can't seem to get it together right now, which is why I think this 10 days are important. But I definitely wanted to interject on that because I get it. They didn't have the offensive line coaches important. But how do you explain, I want to ask you this, how do you explain the last seven weeks? Injuries. Look at Zeke. Since Zeke had his knee injury, what was that, Atlanta? That's seven weeks ago. Since Atlanta, we've missed, what happened? We had Terrence Steele go out. We've had Terrence Steele come back. We've had Tyron Smith go out. We've had Tyron Smith come back. We've had uh, Terrence Steele play left tackle for three weeks. All that takes into play. You're right. But what I'm saying is you can't blame just Kellen Moore when no. all three of them. Yeah, not blaming just Tra- just Kellen, bro. Not blaming just Kellen. But the- you are. You hammered Kellen Moore all night last night, and you hammered Kellen Moore all day today. Because Kellen Moore has not been good for the last six or seven games, not just last night. And last night, here's because the thing. Because he's dealing with the hand that's given to him. He's dealing with the hand that's given to him. He's not doing nothing with it. Here's the thing about coaching, right? It falls on you. What can you do? What do you mean, what can you do? You have to adjust, right? You have to it. It is your responsibility. It's like when we come at Dak. I'm not sure where you fall on the line of Dak Prescott. I believe in Dak Prescott, right? I think he's, he's our guy. He's going to be fine. Um, but fair or unfair, when things aren't going right, we have to look towards Dak Prescott to get them going. Be it, be it fair or unfair if it, with all the things happening. And he just didn't do it last night. Kellen Moore, you're the coach. It usually falls on you before it falls on the player. Kellen Moore, you came into this game knowing you had a top-ranked rush defense, but you continue to hammer your head against the wall. Your, your play-calling flow was off. Can you agree with this? Matter of fact, I want to ask you agree with this. Do you think Kellen Moore called a good game last night before I keep going here? I think he called... Yeah, I think he did call it a good game last night. Oh well, then I, I I'm not going to try to change your mind. If you if you believe he called a good game, that that, that that's your why. opinion. I I disagree, but it, it, it's, here's why: if if Dak had hit Lamb on the play action pass up the middle in the second quarter, we're at 34-10. We're talking about a whole different game because Lamb was wide open with room to run to the end zone on that play. And that was set up because we were running it inside. I don't. He faked the inside zone to Zeke. Oh. Lamb came underneath all the trash. Ted. Was wide open. Ted, I don't have a problem with that call. That was one of his best calls of the game. I, that that's not on Kellen. I don't think anyone is but putting that, that on. But that was set up by running up the middle. No, it wasn't. It was set up by the pre-snap and motion at the snap. And that's what I was asking for Kellen to do. Go back and watch the play. You had CD Lamb coming on a motion. What did I say? If you watched the show last, the last couple of days, if you get movement against this defense and play action with it, 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 it probably was a play that they picked up from the Bills. You can get a shot at him. But and that was a good play call. I have no problems with that. It to, he still faked it to Zeke on the inside run, which we had ran 15 times up to that point. 15 times? We didn't run the ball 15 times. We didn't run the ball 15 times in the second, by the second quarter. I, that's an exaggeration. <laughs> but, yes, we ran it. Let's see. Zeke had, we had 10 carries at that point because it was 10 to 20 when I, when I saw it on the TV screen. 
we had run 10 Ted. inside zones Ted, you just, at that point. Ted, you're just arguing a point he that I... the inside zone. Ted, I don't... That call was beautiful. Whatever. I love the call. I don't, I don't know why we're arguing about that call. Great call. Overall, though, you because, thought he, he called a good game. Because without running the inside zone and that little two-yard game, three-yard game there, that play would have not been set up. Kellen tried to set up other plays. It wasn't executed. Okay. So is that on Kellen or is that on the offensive line for not executing the run? Is that on Kellen or is that on Tony Pollard for not cutting it back? Is that on Kellen? Oh, I see where we're going. Or is that – Can I ask you a question? Does coaching matter or no? Coaching only matters if the players execute what you're trying to put out. So coaching really don't really matter, essentially. No, it don't, because if the players don't execute what you say, and if the players don't do what you tell them to do on the field when they're doing the play, then you do nothing. You can't do anything. You cannot affect the game. Gotcha. Other than what you tell the players to do. Gotcha, Ted. Can you or can you not? Can you throw the ball? I believe coaches do affect the game. Coaches can call great games. Coaches can get guys to play. No, it's a team game. It's, and that's why I'm not blaming this on one. The offensive line did not block. The, the coaches are tripping for running but Ezekiel with Ezekiel Elliott. I believe Kellen Moore called a bad game. I think this is a whole collective thing here. Like That's okay. that's my opinion on it. You believe Kellen called okay. a great game, and okay. it came down to execution. That's all. It's a difference of opinion. I'm not going to try to change your mind on this one here, Ted. You believe coaching doesn't matter? I believe it does matter. Um, but but if, if that's your opinion, then just know when we talk I, about the coaching, when we critique the coaching, just kind of just tune that out because you don't even believe that coaching matters anyway. So when we talk about the players, then back. we get on the let players. Let me go back on this. Let me go back on this. I think Kellen called a good game. I don't think he called a great game. Okay. I still think there was more things he could have took advantage of, and I agree on that. But he wasn't bad and you make it seem like he was bad yeah yeah that that's my opinion on the game your opinion he was good my opinion today he was bad it's it's pretty just that simple if if tony pollard hits the cutback correctly and gets five yards instead of two yards because he ran the exact play called as it was called is why are we throwing that at kellen if Dak hits Lamb, and he scores that touchdown in the second quarter, and we're up 17-7, instead of the Saints getting the ball back and going down the field and getting the field goal, and we're up 13-10. Who's blaming that on Kellen, that part on Kellen Moore? No one is. Beautiful play call, Kellen. Beautiful play call. I just I don't understand how so much blame is thrown at Kellen when Kellen only can call the plays. Did he call bad plays? Are you saying he called that way? I, I, this, this conversation might have to be a conversation we have off air because I need to get your total kind of view on how you <laughs> feel it. about coaching and, and how you feel about play calling and flow and things like that. I don't want to take up all, the whole time for the fans because I don't know what your views right. are now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to sit here and try to argue right. it with you because if you feel a certain way about offensive play calling, I can't, I can't get all that out of you right now in the, in the midst of this back and forth. I would literally have to have a conversation with you and see right. how you feel because it comes off so, to me you don't, you just right. don't believe that it, a play caller and, and the way a, call, a play is called, when it's called, um, who you have in there and things like that, you, it feels like it doesn't matter to you. But I don't want to assume that. So I'll that's something we just like have it. to talk to. Okay. 
I'll wrap it up like this. Uh, and I'll wrap everything up with the Cowboys. Coaching is about 33% of the game. It's the coach's job to have the players ready in terms of preparing them for it to be done. It's the coach's job to call the proper play at the proper time. You're right. However, if you call the proper play and the left tackle doesn't block the defense in, then that play looks like trash, and it's the O.C.'s fault. You're you're saying something I don't disagree with in regards to execution. Execution matters as well. So what I'm saying is we're blaming Kellen Moore for – I want to say 75, 80% of what happened last night. I didn't put a number When I feel like he should only be receiving 33% of the blame. Oh, okay. So percentage-wise. Okay. All right. All right, Ted. We'll give him 33% then. Regardless, he's part of the problem. (laughs) That's all I care about. Love you, man. I appreciate you taking my time. You taking the call and giving me the time to speak. No doubt, Ted. I hope hope you stay safe and happy holidays, and I hope to catch you again soon. Appreciate it, Ted. Thanks for the call, man. Happy holidays to you as well. Yeah, I don't want to try to change anybody's mind that that is it's that, you know, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. But that was an interesting take. I don't know too many people that believed he had a good game. He's the first. Uh, Again, all 22 is not out yet. You know, I can't wait till it drops and we can review this ugly ass game because it was ugly. Uh, And we'll see. We'll see. And that's why it's hard to to really hammer home any opinion on, on certain parts of X's and O's because you don't have the R22. I can only base it off what I saw. And based off what I saw, I thought the flow of the game was terrible. Um, I thought, you know, the timing of, of certain calls was terrible. I, I still don't, I don't get how he doesn't agree that the, the way we run the ball is extremely vanilla and bland. And when you know you have a hampered offense line or offense line that hasn't been that good, you got to find different ways to get the run game going. You just do. Um, there's teams around the league that don't have all pros across the offensive line, and they are efficient at running the rock. They are. But again, I'll wait till it drop. I appreciate y'all for being um <laughs> for being patient. For being patient. Y'all know there's certain there's certain times I gotta let people I want people to get it through so y'all can hear it and you know I can respond and things like that. Uh, he kept it respectful. Um unlike a certain there were some weirdos yesterday, man. A whole lot of weirdos, De Niro's looking at themselves back. A whole lot of weirdos yesterday that we had to clean up. But, um, you know, I appreciate you, Ted, for being respectful, for keeping it respectful. Uh, B-Bird, appreciate the donation, bro. He says, Super Chat. Hey, Sky, we still expect you to be at Texas Live on Sunday. Hell no. B-Bird, I'm chilling. Uh-uh. You know damn Texas Live. For what? For who? For what? As my guy would say, 717. For who? For what? Not at all. Keep my ass right here chilling. The well-deserved break, man. This this three games in 12 days stretch is wild. And two games are prime time. It's crazy, man. James would tell you. James said he came to the game yesterday to the Texas Live and was like, man, like, you know, I see you on YouTube and stuff, but I didn't know you set it up all like this and you guys are here this long. I'm like, yeah, man. It's um, It's a lot. There's a lot, and I'm pretty much a one-man crew when it comes to all that stuff. Uh, but my guy Jesse and my guy Nick, they're awesome as well. And we had our uh, one of the CEOs of A to Z Sports there. Shout out to Zach and A to Z Sports Nashville. They came through yesterday, man. They came through, and that was fun. But I, I'm glad y'all stuck with me through that. I, look, look, I'm getting better, right? I'm, I'm learning. 
old me, hey Ted, old me, it, it might have not got, it, it might have not been pretty. But I'm getting better. I'm, I'm getting better. I'm listening. You know, I'm learning. I'm learning to be able to respectfully disagree with you. No matter how, and I'm not saying your take is outlandish. There'd be some outlandish takes. And there's things I'd be wanting to say about these outlandish takes, but I have to learn. Hey, man, it's cool. People going to have their opinions. I am not here. I said this to Ted. I'm not here to change your mind. I'm here to give you a peace of mind. Agree or disagree. But I ain't here to change your mind, man. All right, man, we're going to get into the chat and head on up out of here. Uh no cookout today. Nah, Iceberg Q. This was more of a, a family dinner, Iceberg Q. I wasn't feeling it. I woke up. I woke up, uh, Iceberg, and I wasn't feeling a cookout today. It's a family dinner. Yeah. Family dinner. Um, who else we got here? T. Gordon. Appreciate the donation. Super chat. Uh, he says, Kellen is not beyond reproach. Absolutely not. That's a great, that is a, that is a great way to put it. No one is. Including Dak, including Dak, including Kellen, Zeke, all these people. I, I, I said it before. If I feel like something ain't right or you played bad or something, I got to say it. Dak did not play a good game yesterday. Well, he wasn't a bad game. I don't think it was an atrocious game, but it wasn't a good game. Of those three bad games, that probably was his best three bad game in the last five weeks. Um, terrible against Kansas City. Terrible against Denver. Kellen's not beyond reproach. But according to Ted, coaching really, really don't matter. So if that's the case, like I said, when we talk about coaches, just kind of tune that out because it really don't matter to you. Um, yeah, CJ says Sky also had a good game. Absolutely did. Absolutely did. Um, thank you. Uh, was it White? Oh, white on Rice. I like that name. He says, young man, your demeanor was very professional. Thank you. Old me probably wouldn't have been, but thank you. Hey, Trey, no. Trey know a little bit. He know a little bit. He said, oh, you, you already know. You're already old, Sky. All right, now. See, Frost know me. Frost know how I used to get down in the jungle in regards to the debate and stuff. He was with me prior to I even came on this thing. So, you know how I can get. Um, Roy said, offensive scheme is very important. I totally agree. With all the talent, if the scheme is bad, we are what we are. I mean, isn't that kind of what we went through with Jason Garrett? talent you can be as talented as you want but if you're going to be bland and you're going to run the same things you're not going to adapt you can be out coached you can be out schemed right you can be out talent um it just really felt like hey this is what we're going to do no matter where we are it felt like that whole regime yesterday it did it's going through here but yeah man with that said, man, I appreciate the calls. Listen, we good. We good. I thought that was a good call in the sense of we were able to disagree and everything was good. So appreciate you, Ted. Appreciate you, James, B-Bird. Uh, who else am I missing, man? DJ, T- Tony from Tampa. Sorry if I missed your name, but thank you all for calling in. Continue to keep supporting, right? We'll be back on this thing Monday. No, I believe, actually Sunday. Sunday night, it is Esports Primetime. Uh, Mauricio will be uh, talking likely about this game and whatever happened in the NFC East and around the league. So be sure to come back. Um, somebody mentioned Vodge. Is Vodge in there? 
And, and wow, that's not, that's an interesting take, Special K. He, you said your issues is that you think this is all Dak. You believe Kellen Moore will call certain plays, but Dak will check out of them. Honestly, he probably should check out more. <laughs> I would love for him to check out more of these play calls. That's just me. But the problem is with this, this, this scheme that relies on, hey, this is what you want to do, so we'll do this, is that they can dictate to you. That's, that's where the beta thing comes in. All right, we're just going to play too high back. Seven in the box. That's a numbers game. Dak is, is trained. The offense is trained. Well, if we got seven, we can beat you. Run the play. Pulls to block it up, run the play. Problem is, this Saints defense is really dang good at that. But that's an interesting take. It's all on Dak. Hmm. Okay. Steve said, take a motion and pass out. <laughs> All right, man. I'm definitely finna do something like that. Uh, Fresh said, I think the offense needs to get back to having fun. Seems like they've been pressing. Talked about that yesterday, Fresh, right? Said, I would have loved for this game to be that game that uh, Kansas City had against the Raiders where they said we got our swagger back. Atlanta could have been that game, but that was after just one, one bad game. That wasn't a slump yet. Now, it was a slump going into this game, and I was hoping to see some a little bit of swagger come back as well. All right, y'all, man, I'm going to press this button, man. I'm going to press this button, man, because it's, it's, getting, it's getting, getting wild. We out, man. We out. Y'all have a great weekend. Appreciate the phone calls. Appreciate everybody that jumped up in here. Uh, all the comments, whether they're crazy or not. All the calls. Uh, all the donations. All the support. Y'all come back through Monday, 8-15-ish, CJ. We're just going to roll with that. 8-15-ish. You be in the building, man. Have a fun, safe weekend, y'all. Peace. I want me some glory hope.